0: Yeah, okay. Okay, guys. So we're just going to pop this in because we came up with a new idea. Every week we're going to send good vibes, manifest something excellent for, I don't know. (laughs) We just want (laughs) to... We want to wish you well. We want to give a shout out to our friend, but mostly just, yeah, sending good vibes your way. So our first one is going to be for our friend, Hannah, and she is someone from our swim team. But she's also starting med school this week because she's a badass, you get it, and (laughs) and. We're so happy for her. We're so excited and we hope that she so does so well. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait for you to be my doctor one day.
1: So, okay. love to you. Woo, hello. Welcome back. We're, we're live. I guess. Okay.
0: <laughs> we're going to st- we we've talked about this and we're going to start with a weekly update. Um trying to think of exciting things. I did them the past week on the fly. Oh I went to this really cute market on Sunday. Ethan and I had a little date. Um, We went down to this part of town called German Village and the streets are all cobbled and the houses are beautiful and there's a park and the last Sunday of every month they have this thing called the maker's market and it's like a farmer's market but more like boutiques and plants and food trucks so not necessarily like fresh produce and that was really nice I got some gifts for my family Ethan and I split an ice cream sundae
1: Aww. it was just like
0: a yeah and oh and they had a um like dog bakery so I got to bring stuff for Scout I was just getting gifts for everyone I was feeling generous <laughs> that day um, that's cute yeah that's why I like the highlight of my week because other than that I've just been working um it's been pretty boring but we're gonna make the most out of this weekend coming because we found out on Monday that Ethan's job starts this coming Monday so oh. we thought we had a couple more
1: weekends of freedom but we don't wow that's wholesome that's nice mine like it's both good and bad so I found out on like Sunday night Kyle called me and he was like hey um so now we have this big trip planned <laughs> And I was like, yeah, like what's wrong? Like that was my, cause he goes mountain biking every Saturday. And usually he comes back with like a new bruise, a new like scratch up his arm. And so I was like, what's it going to be this time? And he's like, yeah, I like pretty sure I broke my wrist. I was like, oh, okay. Apparently he was trying to do a jump and he fell and he like went over the handlebars of his bike, whatever. And so I was like, oh no like are we still gonna be able to like, hike because we had decided to hike like a very strenuous mountain with like ladders and like pulling and climbing he was like yeah no we're not gonna do that And I was like okay well are we still going to Maine and he was like well we could just go to my house at the beach in Jersey and I was like okay that's fine so it was like we're going we're not going and then he was like yeah like let's still go I i canceled our Airbnb because I thought we weren't going so now I will be hiking and camping, like actual camping for a week, which like could be fun. We're staying in this blue, we're staying in a blueberry farm. Cause apparently Maine's Aww. like really well known for blueberries. So that'll be fun. I'll update on that. Otherwise, like I got paid today. That was a great highlight. <laughs> <laughs> I know I get paid tomorrow. I'm excited. Ah. Um, you should pick
0: blueberries and and put them in gallon bags and freeze them and then
1: you can oh, have them for months yeah a little piece of maine I think I'm gonna like it like I think it's gonna be beautiful and I'm excited but I'm not excited to like sleep on the ground for a week it's just not my vibe I
0: wonder if you could like Amazon order like one of those like foam pads that might yeah. make it a little
1: better <laughs> right <Being a> mattress <laughs> yeah. topper.
0: I don't know if I could even do glamp. I bet I could do glamping, but yeah. camping. Camping, not my thing. We used to go, this is the perfect transition. We used to go to a swim meet when I was a child, and you had to camp overnight between sessions. And oh my all these God. all these kids and families loved it. And my parents were like, This is the worst meet ever.
1: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> and God. where?
0: We, um, in Worcester. So actually logan's college town um yeah we would go to this meet called Freelander or something i think it was that and it was long it was a long course so people that don't know swimming it's like the olympic size pool we were younger it was outside in the sun so everyone would get sunburned everyone would get bug bites the only (laughs) restaurant in town was the only restaurant in town was an applebee's
1: oh my god And, like,
0: we would have to go to Walmart and buy frisbee discs because the only thing we'd do in the afternoon was play frisbee golf. Uh And then one year it rained and we were just stuck in these tents and, like, brushing your teeth with these people. Like, as a kid, you didn't mind, but as an adult, like, you're camping with, like, some of them are your, some of the adults are your friends, but then you're not friends with every teammate's parents. So, like, running into
1: them in the bathroom or something it's like, a super weird experience. (laughs) Oh my gosh! My dad, when I was younger, like we would camp, but he would end up sleeping in the car. Like he would just pull down the seats and sleep in the car. Because he that would be me,
0: it. actually me. Yeah. I would be the one that would be like driving to the hotel <laughs> and I'd be like, "Okay, I'll be back early tomorrow morning." Yeah, I'll pick and you guys up. Everyone would forgive me when I bring them like pastries and uh-huh. coffee, and I'd be like, "Look, peace offering, clean water and." <laughs> Uh, yeah everyone did that app adventure trip um uh freshman year of college and they were like you can't bring feminine products toilet paper has to be kept in a plastic bag and I was like not for me don't get me wrong yeah don't get me wrong I really enjoy hiking especially like in the desert out west even I've hiked on the app trail it's beautiful but I'm very much like a day hiker
1: yeah yeah
0: camping also like I can't eat I don't eat beans and I feel like that's all people that can't eat it's like beans yeah
1: Kyle meal prepped $20 worth of chicken so he was like I don't know what to do with like we're just gonna have chicken for every meal I was like yay fine
0: (laughs) at least you're not vegan anymore
1: yeah I know otherwise it'd be beans beans, beans. fun fact Maddie was vegan at one point (laughs) Mm -hmm. long ago now it seems like But when we started college, so we thought it would be fun to talk about this week, like the Olympics, because like, obviously fun, everyone's watching, everyone's paying some sort of attention. And also like Katie and I were swimmers in college. So it's like swimming, this is like swimming's shining moment is the Olympics comes once every four years. And it's like, everyone cares about swimming, but then it goes away. I know. Have you been watching a lot? Yeah, I've been watching, and, like, sometimes I'll go to bed, because I've been having to get up early for work, and so I would go to bed, but, like, my parents are in the den, which is, like, two rooms over, and I can, I fall asleep to the take your mark, beep, and I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> this is the worst. I'm having flashbacks. Oh <laughs> but
0: Yeah, I told Ethan, I was like, if there's a good race, like, come stop us, and we'll go out and watch, because yeah. we're recording in the middle of it, but there's not that much swimming on tonight, actually, I did check in advance.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's going to be over this weekend. And I'm kind of like, I love it, but I'm also kind of excited because I'm like, Oh, I won't be obligated to stay up until 11 right. o'clock anymore. Cause I wish I wasn't that person that needed eight to nine hours of sleep. I wish I could run off of six or seven, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: in everyone's best interest, including me, <laughs> I need to yeah. mine. So been a little cranky but, and tired this week yeah back to swimming back stay on topic
1: to <laughs> also made me cranky and tired <laughs> um yeah
0: <laughs> we should be used to getting up early but I
1: I don't know yeah. it's hard sometimes just I what age did you start swimming so like, I took
0: like- lessons when I was three started swimming the summer that was six turning seven I believe in rec league, because I remember rec league, the cutoff being June 1st and my birthday was June 26th. So all the kids in my grade actually were like a year older than me in the summer. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not swimming with them. My mom's like, no, this is good. Like you're at the top of your age group.
1: Remember <laughs> when that used to be
0: a thing, you'd be at the top of your yeah. age group.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so I did that. And then when I was in second or th- I think first and second grade, I swam at the YMCA like swim team Mm -hmm. three times a week and then I transitioned to club swimming when I was like eight or nine swimming was my only sport and it's been my only sport through college obviously moved club teams and have had different experiences and I could talk about this forever
1: but that's when I started okay I think I started when I was like five ish and then my best friend growing up was doing the he was like on the summer league team so as soon as I was six or whatever the cutoff for that was I joined the summer league team and I started like doing that with him and then he started doing club before I did and then in seventh grade I started club and so like in between when I first started in club I was like doing the YMCA stuff every once in a while um, but I was doing like a lot I was doing like soccer and gymnastics and softball like I had like all different sports and then eventually I'm so sorry. what was that the doggy
0: yeah now you? you No, he hears something he was being so good oh <gasps> that's okay we have it's just like right? you're sitting it's just like our listeners yeah, are it's sitting just like you're here. next to me <laughs> yeah
1: he's a um, watchdog that's good. A protector. We love it. Mm -hmm. This is a lover. He cannot protect anyone. Um, no. So I was like doing all these sports Then it came down, like I was just doing soccer and swimming. And then my dad was like, you got to choose because we cannot make all these practices. Like we, we absolutely can't. So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll do swimming. And I, that friend who like initially got me started swimming was like, Oh, you can join my club team. So I joined the club team. And then like Two weeks after I joined the club team to be with him, he quit, and I was like, "What the heck? He left me here." And then mm-hmm. it all worked out because then I just kept going, and I just remember like I was like, "This is such a fun sport." And then the four a. m. practices hit, and I was like, "I am hardcore. Like I, I'm an athlete." You had four a. m. practices. And it was like four thirty, I think.
0: I've never had to swim before, like before W like. Five thirty was like probably the earliest they have ever had. Really? Okay. Wait, your audio is
1: being weird. I don't know. It's like, uh... like in your earpods. Yeah. For me, it's... well. I'm I'm the one with the recording, so I think we'll be fine. As long as as I long as it's not a connection self. issue. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good. End
0: this part out. We'll cut cut. <laughs>
1: um should I keep talking okay no we were talking about shoot 4 a.m 4 a.m practices <laughs> oh yeah
0: no, no no I've never shown earlier than you know like in the summers we would go um and do like morning practices at like seven was our morning time cool. we would occasionally have like the 6 a.m wait what and time I... does your school start my school would start at like seven thirty. We would just go for like an hour and fifteen. I never did doubles or like two days or whatever, like other athletes call it either. We used some in the morning and the afternoon. We were just strictly like an afternoon team. Um, I think part of the reason we never did doubles either is because my club team had a very controversial split in ninth grade. And oh. I was one of the like ten people that ended up staying with my former coach and we didn't have a pool at that point so we ended up practicing from 8 to 10 p.m at an open swim okay I think that might be
1: worse than having morning. yeah so I didn't
0: get home I didn't get home until 10 30 most nights as a high schooler and I think that's probably why that's such a quick turnaround like nobody could do the 10 30 and then like get up and swim at six um and because it was 25 minutes away and like I remember my mom would when she would like pack my pajamas in my swim bag like I know in high school like my mom was packing my swim bag it sounds bad but like eventually I did too but like (laughs) I think I was doing homework and whatnot and she would like throw my pajamas in and I would just like go home in my pajamas brush my teeth and go to bed and it was like (laughs) it was like I was married my freshman year of high school and it was disgusting like that's
1: crazy
0: I don't think I spend that much time with my like live-in boyfriend now yeah. it was disgusting and I never want to do that again like quality time is
1: my love language but also like leave but quality me. emphasis on the quality like if you're just in the car together I don't know what are you holding hands in the back seat your mom's carpool driving
0: (laughs) oh my gosh no my mom did drive us home once and like I remember my grandparents this is like very traumatic experience my grandparents got in an accident we were driving home from a swim meet and his brother had to stay for finals so we took him home with us and like my grandparents car had flipped and we were like oh my gosh like we feel so bad for these people and five minutes later we get a call that my grandparents are in the hospital and that was their car oh my god and I remember like crying in the back seat and he grabbed my hand, he's like, It's gonna be okay. And I was like, I need this.
1: Oh, that's so cute. Thankfully everyone
0: in the accident's okay. Um
1: yeah.
0: And like I just remember that and I was like, this is it.
1: <laughs> he was there for
0: you in your traumatic in moment. my darkest moment. Yeah. Uh, um but I remember one day at the pool I was like, this isn't gonna work anymore. And then I called him after practice and was like, yeah, about that. And he was like, no, we're broken up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool.
1: Mine, mine was like, we were training together for like sectionals or something. So it was like a, a smaller training group. And it was like, just the two of us at this one practice. Cause you could choose if you wanted to go for the first hour of practice, the second hour of like our practice slot, because we were on taper and it was like me and him sharing a lane together. I just told him it's over. I don't want to date you anymore. And like the night before, and then we were there for morning practice. He was in such a bad mood he like got in the pool and started like he was swimming and then we were at the wall together and he just like pushes off and angry kicks and my coach is like what's that about and I was like I broke his heart last night that's why and she was like okay <laughs> um yeah when you the
0: tension when you were fighting
1: Oh, during yeah. a
0: practice like I remember like doing a little kick set and like glaring and like the dirtiest looks from across the pool and like I think part of the problem with my relationship was I was so competitive and being the only girl like I set <laughs> right. impossible standards because I was never going to keep up with the boys but like I remember being so like salty and mad that he was going to like the state and I didn't qualify and granted our seasons didn't even run the same time, but I was like, I'm so like jealous that you qualified for the state meet and like looking back, I'm like, well, whatever, <laughs> but oh, whatever. I got my um, stay time. It was on a relay, so it didn't count, but I know that I got it.
1: Yeah. Wait, this is just so funny to think about. Like, first of all, swimming is such a weird thing. Like your club team, such a weird dynamic because everyone's like all up in each other's business all the time take that with the fact that we were in high school so we were obsessed with like random drama that didn't matter at all oh god there were so many scandals and i was like that's such a big deal i mean like now they're i don't even think about them but i remember at the time it was like whose side of this issue are you on like who like are you on team teammate a or teammate b's side and then you'd like pick sides and it was like a line in the sand was being drawn for no reason at all
0: yeah and swimmers are so funny because I feel like they were either really cool or really weird and no yeah. in between so like I feel like club teams where you see the most weirdos because at least like college you kind of get to pick people that you vibe with a little bit more and like mm-hmm. there were some strange people in college swimming that we encountered too like love them but strange yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think you get my.
1: <laughs> it's just a weird crossover. Yeah, in but I feel like, like club, there's so many weird people. Yeah, because it's like people that are really intense, and like obviously if you're getting, like a lot of people had different goals. Like some people are like, yeah, I'm not swimming after high school. Some people were like, yeah, I want to swim in college. I want to go D one, and then you had like the in betweeners, which I consider myself. I was like, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. I had a like a moment junior year where I was like, I don't even know if I want to swim. Like I was like, I'll swim through like senior year, but I don't know if I want to swim. And obviously happy I did. Like I didn't look into swimming other than W and L like was gonna walk on to maybe like one or two D1 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was like thinking about walking on to Providence. But oh, okay. I also think being a walk-on would have been. It would have been weird comfy it would have been, yeah. uncomfy. Would have been yeah. uncomfy because I feel like you wouldn't have felt like you were valued not that I felt like I was like okay I felt like I was valued as a teammate in college yeah. but I was definitely not valued for the points that I put forth towards my team. <laughs> you, were there. Oh my gosh. you were great <laughs> I was the hype man of W&L swimming yeah
1: yeah there has to for be sure.
0: there has to be one every year um like mm-hmm. Sarah Sanchez, obviously. Like a
1: good vibe that's just like there, not too yeah. serious, not too like aloof. I think there's,
0: you know, I'm not gonna mention any other names because I don't want to offend anybody. Um, but I was a hype man and I was very proud to be a hype man. You can be a hype man and be fast, but it's really fun when you're the hype man and you don't do anything for your team <laughs> other than hype them up.
1: Yeah, like and honestly, I
0: mean, so nice. Yeah
1: yeah like, I was, go ahead I was definitely like I think I came into college swimming being like eh, whatever and like that vibe served me well like maybe I was a quieter hype man like I took the backseat to you but I was just like were... yeah guys chill out everything's fine oh <laughs> I don't think I embr-
0: yeah I don't think I embraced my role as hype man until like sophomore junior senior year it took like I think and like I think it took some trauma for me to go through um like you know sophomore year fall was like really terrible Bad. and like then I was like oh my gosh like all my friends are here freshman year you're still like figuring yourself out and like yeah you're like oh well like is the training working is it not but then sophomore year, I was like okay I'm not gonna be the fastest one I was changing events at the time and wait what did was, you come like, in swimming i came in swimming a little bit of everything because you know when you swim club you swim like six or yeah. seven events at a meet in high school because no one else on my team could swim the im i ended up doing the im my last two years of high school mm. i'm not great at the im being honest um it's butterfly backstroke brushstroke freestyle yeah for all our novices i was explaining <laughs> to ethan the other night Oh, um, I'm not great. I swam it in college a few times and I went to talk to coach in her office. Don't really know what about, probably not even swimming because like as hard as I was on myself, I don't think I cared that much. Um, and she was like, look, like you can't do IM anymore. She was like, your breaststroke, terrible. <laughs> was like Your breaststroke, absolutely horrible. So straight up. She'll tell you straight up. Yeah. And I needed a third event. I needed it to fall like, you know, on a specific day and time cuz mm-hmm. with Odax, not that I was a team player there and like it didn't matter, but
1: I still it wanted did. To swim it sprint. did matter for your body. Like, can you Oh, my gosh. I also hate I hate the 100 free, for being honest. Mm-hmm. I hate
0: that event. I I I like the 50. I like the 2. I hate the 100. Um, so I didn't really want to swim that anymore either. and Then sophomore year, Mara graduated our freshman year so we had an opening there and then there was that injury so we had an injured teammate and so it wasn't like there was a desperate need to fill the spot because we always have people up and coming but they were like oh like you swam butterfly in high school after I swore I I was never gonna swim the two fly again they were like oh like we're just gonna put you in the two fly and I think Paul put me in Uh at the exhibition beat for like ish and gigs um I don't want to swear um yeah. remember yeah because Paul put me in the 500 I remember that
1: the two this fly horrible
0: the two free and my mom was like she's she's like because that's always our parents me exhibition mm-hmm. and my mom was like she's not gonna make it she's not gonna make it but then <laughs> I made it to the two fly and they were like oh like you didn't suck at that so Great transitioned back to my roots.
1: You can run, but you can't. It was fun,
0: but it was also the source of a lot of anxiety and distance. Maddie's event also a source of anxiety, but lucky for me, I was I stopped at that, so they never (laughs) considered putting me in it. And I had a shoulder
1: injury, but yeah, I think I just like had one thing that I was good at, and that was being consistent. I like to think that carries over into my everyday life as well, um, which is really valued if you're a distance swimmer and you're gonna swim for a mile. There you like, oh, go, just go the same time every fifty. I'm like, cool, I can do that. <laughs> but I came in as a two fly, and distance. Like I was always just like drawn to distance because I couldn't, I can't move my arms quickly, is the issue. Whereas you can, you have power with your arms. I have none. They're just a windmill <laughs> that do nothing.
0: It's fun to go fast. That's what I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm a
0: racer. So I'm like, I want to get up. I don't want to think. Cause that's the other thing I would get. And the reason I was good at sprint is cause like, I would think through any race that was too long. So oh. my coach was like,
1: just literally get up there and go. Oh, so fast. Interesting. Mine is like. Mm-hmm. I don't think about the race. I'm just like, like, I don't think about the minutiae, like the, what's my turn going to be like, whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. And I think about it in minutes. I'm like, I'm just going to swim for five minutes. I'm just going to swim for 17 minutes.
0: <laughs> five minutes for you is like 540 for me because I'm slow.
1: <laughs> extra 40 seconds is a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, can we talk about what was your pre meet routine? or like pre-race routine
0: okay it's a pundit like are we talking about dual meet day like
1: let's go conference, conference? let's go
0: yeah. go big so I think my last three years of conference I was roommates with Catherine which was so oh. fun because we were roommates freshman year and that was like a very interesting time I was a little I was a little
1: brat my freshman year.
0: I'll I'll own it. I was the brat. I was homesick, and then I also think
1: I was a brat freshman year. So I took out everything. No, you were so that. fun.
0: I took out all my problems in the wrong places, just displaced my aggression totally. But anyways, I was a brat, and we became better friends sophomore, junior, senior year. We would always room together for that meet because we weren't the fastest, and we liked having fun. We liked reading through our affirmations. Like our team would have girls write, you would write a note to everybody on the team. It would end up being like a paragraph, but you didn't sign names. So we would go through and dissect who wrote this about me. Like who swims in my, you know, okay. Who doesn't know anything about me and wrote three sentences? <laughs> <laughs> and we would all sit down. We would go through the goodie bags. Okay. So we would, I'm getting my topic. We would shave on Thursday, which Summers don't shave. I would always shave at Christmas
1: because it's gross. It's nasty. Um, It's literally the grossest thing we do. Like if
0: I could get away with it, I would. I would shave. And like senior year, I was like, screw this. I'm shaving. Then I did. But um, (laughs) everyone did senior year. Yeah.
1: Senior Um, year was just
0: because of COVID. COVID. (laughs) Yeah. So we would shave. We would put on our jammies and go through our affirmations. (laughs) And I think we would just chill, get up, go get breakfast. I feel like we were always some of the first people down there because we're both kind of naturally more morning people. And I would eat like oatmeal, yogurt, fruit, like half a pastry because carbs. Um, And I have a major sweet tooth. And then I always liked getting there to warm up early because I like to stretch, listen to my music a little bit. During the meet, I don't listen to music. I'd rather like be with, I'd rather be with my team. I think like my club team was always like no headphones in during meets. Like you, you cheer on your teammates, you're talking to your teammates. And I think it's a nice distraction because when you have your headphones in, you're kind of like, you're just in your head. Yeah, exactly. So Listen to music while we stretch, take a long stretch, take a long warm up. I feel like even for a sprinter, I warmed up more than most of the team. I did always did a long warm up because I'm old and need that. <laughs> right, right. And then try to drink a lot of water. It's something I'm really terrible at. Usually Gatorade or Pedialyte. Warm up for my races. Don't give myself too much time to think about it swim get overly analytical and feel bad on my, about myself let the anxiety set in, set in and then and be like okay I'm gonna be angry for 10 minutes and then let it go and oh. then let it go and try and sometimes it worked sometimes it didn't and then try and just <laughs> cheer on everybody else I had way more fun being social uh-huh. it meets and I liked racing but I didn't like I didn't like the lead up to it like the oh my gosh this is gonna hurt yeah what if I what if I do this what if I like take it out too fast what if I don't take it out fast enough like Mm -hmm. it's so easy to get in your head during swimming and like gosh the Like, I don't know if you've ever had this, but like you want to go a time so bad and you set your worth based on like a certain time. I'm sure you do because you have like school records and whatever. Um, So yeah, I'm sure you do. But I remember just like, and I've always been this way, like trying to define myself by a certain time. Like, oh, I got to get a best time. I got to go this time. I got to be this close to my actual time. I got to beat my time from last year, my time from last season. And it's always like, well, if I don't do that, I'm like, what? It's yeah. kind of hard to convince yourself that you're not going to have a mental breakdown. It's going to be the end of the world.
1: Okay. Here's my like- thing. I can't remember times. Like I have never been, okay. Sounds terrible. Cause I'm an accounting major and, or I was an accounting major. I'm going into accounting, but I'm terrible with numbers. I cannot remember anything. I have like what I consider dyslexia, but with numbers, I just like get everything mixed up. And so people would be like, oh, like, what was your time this morning that you went? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I can't remember the time. So I don't like settle into that time. But I was very much like, oh, I want to get like this record. Or, oh, I want to like go under five minutes. Or, oh, I want to qualify for nationals that so I didn't get to go to. But it was just like things like it was like broader, but I didn't know the exact time. I was just like, yeah, I'll go. But also, like, my events, Like, I feel like it's different for you because sprinters are like, you just have shorter races. So you're like within milliseconds or or hundreds of a second or whatever of times. And for me, I'm just like, "Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, it's,
0: that's, that's good for you. I'm jealous because I I probably know your time from the morning because, you know, my obsessive tendencies, I probably know it, but. balance each other out that way yeah
1: yeah you're good with um remembering times and i am not it's not that i don't care it's just like i i don't have space in my brain to remember for some reason swimming was just way more mental for me than it
0: ever should have been like Mm -hmm. that growing up like racing practicing college like practicing sometimes i eventually like let go and was like who cares it's a practice but I had my weak moments and then even racing in college, it was just hard not to get in my head. And the times, like I was explaining the other night when we were talking about the Olympics, like I feel like it could either be the best meet or the worst meet of my life, depending on how I approached it. If I ever went, like I would. Right, right. Um, But like, you could walk into that and be like, I've made it, like I can't get any higher. Although my my club coach always used to say NCAAs was the fastest meet in the world. We'll see. Um, Who knows? But I would always be like, oh, I made it to the best meet in the world. The meet that people watch, like whatever. No one cares how I do. Like, let's just like go and have fun because I've made it and
1: like celebrate that. I mean, like this is it. This is my achievement. Yeah,
0: like some of my best meets were the meets that my coach like fudged my times for in club and I shouldn't have actually been there because there was no pressure on me to actually like go fast right. like, he made my time two seconds faster so I was swimming with people that were already faster than me which was one a nice race but two it was like well
1: if I like get last you go your actual time like if I go my good. actual time
0: that's great like no one cares no one's gonna know it's just yeah. good to be here. I'm having a good time. Oh my gosh, time. you committed time fraud? My coach did. Katie Ledecky <laughs> was at one of the meets. It was pretty cool. Wait,
1: um, that's so
0: funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was in like a bunch of events. I, well, okay, the thing is, I think I had one time and they... Yeah. But, so I yeah. could swim more than the 50 because no one wants to travel to another state.
1: To literally Jersey, for 30
0: seconds. <laughs> To swim for...
1: It was 28.5 actually, but Aww. thank you. <laughs> in my head everyone that's was the 50 it's like 30 seconds
0: oh because it was long course like olympic size too oh. but or you can go into the olympics and you can be like i'm here everyone's counting on me my country's back is on me i am representing <laughs> them or yeah
1: yeah and everyone it's blocking. just like
0: i'm gonna medal and if i don't medal i'm gonna look like a failure in the eyes of everybody
1: yeah and that's
0: like That's when people choke, I feel like. And I felt so bad for Simone Biles the other day because of that. Because I Mm -hmm. could tell that's exactly where her head was from just, like, her body language and the look on her face. And, like, I'm sure everyone could tell. But I feel like people don't understand until they've had experiences where they put that much pressure on themselves. Right. Like, my boyfriend was not a college athlete. I'm sure he had stressful experiences in high school. And I'm sure, like, people in other that excel in other areas feel this way like whether you're an artist or a musician yeah yeah. but like to be like oh my gosh like I've had this moment where I felt like it was do or die and I felt miserable like you know that she's not going to be
1: her best and you feel so bad because in her head she knows it too right which is it's like hard because that's not like something you want to put into words and like uh, like I don't know it just feels Like, very tough to say to put out to a large audience. And like, half the people don't understand you in the same way. Like, I don't understand what gymnastics is like, but like, I don't even know if I could sympathize. I don't know. It's just funny, like, not funny. It's just weird how, even though we do like such different sports, there's that athlete mentality where it's like, I want to be my best. I want to show up as my best. And then you are putting pressure on yourself to be your best. And then that ultimately like makes you choke or leads to some sort of extra stress it's just a lot like swimming I don't know because you're literally in the pool with nothing but your thoughts and you're just like no no no. like I don't know (laughs) you can't be thinking like I gotta go faster like me thinking I gotta go faster never actually makes me go faster like I'm not like right like it it maybe makes me overthink and go slower and be sloppier because I'm trying to do something else like I don't know
0: and then you get out and I was always a big crier. You cry and uh-huh. you then you're the girl that cries. So you're crying because <laughs> not only you're sad, but you're embarrassed to be the one <laughs> crying on the pool deck. Like, oh
1: gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, okay. what do you think? Go ahead. Oh, you, you go.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask what your thoughts were on Simone Biles and
1: the whole like mental health thing. I think that's totally fair. Like, I think she has had this, amazing career and like maybe she'll still compete oh my lights just flickered that was weird <laughs> but like it's very much uh, I'm not in her head so I can't be like she made the right decision but I feel like she made the right decision for herself and for like I don't like I I just think if you know you're not gonna be your best then that's fine but I think if you know it would be detrimental for you to compete. In the mental state or like in the physical state that you are in then you shouldn't do it which right. seems to be the I case
0: was, for her i had a lot of thoughts when i was well i first read it in the new york times on my way to work pulled it up on because i have dual monitors so i pulled it up. Oh. Someone, must, someone must have done well in swimming i heard in the other room um oh. pulled, yeah I have dual monitors so i pulled up the gymnastics on one and like did my work on the other just so i could keep my an eye on it um and I got to admit, at first, I was kind of frustrated before I really thought through everything. Yeah. I think I I knew had the when, same
1: initial reaction.
0: I knew when she pulled out, I knew it wasn't physical. I knew it was mental. And if they were going to say it was physical, I knew it was a cop out for mental reasons because I saw her the other day. And I was like, there's no way. Like, also, like, at that level, like, with just the amount of, like, I guess, like, opiates and, like, endorphins mm-hmm. running through your body mm-hmm. because- you're just on such an adrenaline rush and like not she's taking opiates but it's like the neurotransmitters that you like you're when you're going super like fast or when you're super pumped up like your brain releases those chemicals that are very similar mm-hmm. to what you find um so when she has those chemicals running through she's on that adrenaline rush like pain doesn't affect you as much as you think it does like she would have had to be really hurt And they would have, oh, she, she had this bone sticking out of her body. So I knew that it was like, it was definitely mental. And at first I was like, well, I'm frustrated because there's been days when my mental health has been absolute garbage and I've had to get up and go to the pool and I've had to get up and swim. Like, you don't give up like that. Like you're there, you just got to work through it. That's part of being an athlete. Like everybody has those days, just get through it, move on. And then I was realizing like also totally unfair to her teammates who weren't I had no idea I was like if she knew that like she wasn't she woke up and she was feeling like garbage like then maybe she should have just pulled out before she even started and then I got to thinking I was like she's in a really bad place where, like the entire world is watching everybody is looking at her whatever she did, someone wasn't going to like it. So if she pulled out in the middle of the competition, people are going to be like, that's awful for her teammates. But if she pulled out the morning before, it was like, well, she didn't even try. Yeah, Like she's giving up. And so I felt bad. I understood that narrative. And ultimately I was like, it's her decision. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. And now it's a great story because the U S team had this challenge they have to overcome we're gonna like they got the silver medal but no one cares because in a way it was like they did way better than we thought and I watched it this morning mm-hmm. and I thought it was super nice in a way that she almost pulled out and this other girl got to be like the shining star because yeah. when you're so great like and this is just me being personal I get kind of sick of when people win all the time yeah like not that I want them to lose but it's nice to see a fresh face so it was nice that like it
1: is yeah that, you're bringing that girl up. got to have her moment also like so, Simone is old right she's like a year or two 24. older than yeah so it's like she would have to grandfather someone in anyways like someone new would have to come in to take her space Suni so, Lee. yeah say your name new name <laughs> Suni Lee perfect She. I just think like we gotta have a little grace it's not like she's an employee of the government like it's okay that she pulled out because it's her thing like it's not like the Olympics or I don't know she right joined the team but it wasn't like she has to do this otherwise like she's I mean it's sad because she's so fun to watch but I also think like just looking at her personality from interviews and stuff that she's done like she doesn't seem like the type that would just like quit when things were getting hard and things like I don't It feels like like she made a calculated decision it wasn't just like oh I don't think I'm gonna win so I'm not gonna compete today like it, I don't think it was like a she wants to say undefeated forever that sort of thing I don't know
0: I think so too and I was like thinking about it you can't control your mental health in a way yeah I'm thinking about times when I feel really under the weather you can see it coming sometimes but a lot of the times it happens and you can't undo it you need time like if her chest is feeling tight if she's having trouble breathing like that's not going to set her up any better like she's going to still perform really poorly and then she's going to feel terrible about how she performed it's just this negative cycle like I think it was calculated and you don't plan for that to happen to you ever like yeah. i'm not i'm sure she didn't circle the date in her calendar right. and was like, like can't wait for panic Tokyo. Attack or me- you know let's have mental health issues on this day and yeah. i do think she had the advantage of this becoming a more popular conversation
1: among mm-hmm. athletes. that's true that is like true. the fact that
0: naomi osaka did it um a couple months ago i believe it was the french open i feel like she got a ton of backlash for it
1: i think she did too from what I remember I like I'm not super familiar with the story but I feel like it was just like oh she like you know she didn't win because she she didn't have a chance to because she pulled out for whatever reason I don't know it's and
0: just it reminds- very
1: interesting because everything like all like we could have bad days you know and we could be like yeah hey coach like I'm really not feeling it this this meat this whatever and but no one would know about it but they're right. just like right there and everyone's watching so I feel like the whole message with that in my opinion is to be to have grace with people and be like yeah we're all going through something different and that's what I'm hoping goes forward if only we all had the chance to
0: step back and think that and like I said like I'm glad that I did think through it because at first I was kind of like well that's really kind of selfish of her and yeah I was like you know maybe it wasn't so selfish you know and I was like thinking like sometimes mental health problems are physical problems like
1: yeah she broke her wrist no
0: one would question yeah no one would question it but like when she can't breathe or like her chest hurts because she's so worked up mentally like that's also like in a way an injury to your body like it takes such a physical toll Mm -hmm. so you're right about grace like just taking a step back it's nice and made me think of like Simone Manuel too and like her conversation about like being a black woman and i obviously can't speak for anybody that has experienced that but her overtraining as well i thought that was super interesting mm-hmm. and i think probably something that everybody at the olympics and people not at the olympics suffer from
1: yeah for sure
0: why do I hated training trips so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah over training not not to make a joke out of it but like over training
1: oh. okay to so end much. on a positive I think yes let's talk about what you I mean it doesn't have to be college specifically but like what is your favorite gift that swimming gave you like it could be like swimming just like career-wise' like your whole whatever three to 20. Too. Yeah, I want this episode to be titled
0: I'm not an Olympian, and that's okay because I okay. think the greatest gift swimming gave me was that it forced me to consider not just like slower D1 programs because when you're in high school, everyone's like D1, D1, D1. If you're not yeah. D1, you aren't like you aren't it. Um but it's a fun fact that most people don't know a lot of the D3 programs are faster than the slower D1 programs. So oh, I'm yeah. glad that it forced me into considering a liberal arts school like Washington and Lee. It forced me to kind of be more open minded about my college search process. So I'm grateful that I was not a fast swimmer. That's <clears throat> what swimming gave me because swimming gave me balance ultimately. When I was in college, it gave me friends my best friends in life have been from swimming and it's incredibly tough to navigate a world without it right now. And in college also, you know, I was swimming once or twice a day, but I was also encouraged by my teammates and my coaches to join clubs, to be in Greek life. I wasn't swimming year round. And I think that really made swimming a more fun experience for me. I was able to enjoy my last four years more than I've enjoyed it in my entire life. I was able to explore new things, be a little bit gentler on myself. And I think, yeah, the best thing that swimming did for me was encourage me to try new things um, via my team and just to have this sense of community that was always supporting me. Yeah. Which I found oh. through being slow and being in D3. And I'm sure D1 is wonderful. I'm sure they have great communities.
1: We but just can't speak on it.
0: <laughs> one, I don't know, but I'm grateful that I got to be in a sorority. I'm grateful that I got to pursue a minor, like, right. that I got to chair one of the most fabulous committees on campus. Like, mm-hmm. I got to try so many things. And swimming was never part of the equation where it's like, can I do this? Can I not? Mm-hmm. but I also got to be on one of the best d3 teams in the country we were ranked a lot of the time my teammates were ranked I was never that's amazing you're, part, you're the hype man the hype man rephrase my team was ranked so go. I just think I'm so grateful that it brought me to my college program that was my gift
1: okay mine I think would be balanced but in kind of a different way like swimming definitely I'm not like you know all everyone knows, like I'm not very like confrontational, I'm not like in your face by everything, like I just try to be very mellow, and swimming was one of the things that like allowed me to push myself and be like, this is where I get to put all this emotion that sometimes I like don't express or like don't want to express or don't feel like I can't express, so it was like, you know rage, happiness, sadness, that sort of thing, like, it all just, like, melted away when you're in the pool, so I want to say it was, like, an outlet for that, and I found that I love, like, pushing myself in a way that I don't really do anywhere else, like, I love practice, like, I hate swimming at meet, I love practice, and it was just, like, a great way for me to, I don't know, like, show some sort of competitive side of myself that really doesn't come out anywhere else. And I think in addition to that, like I got to meet great people in college. I finally found like, just like a nice group where I was like, these people are my ride or dies. Like, I don't care what happens. Like, I just know that, you know, come Monday morning, like we're all gonna be practicing together and like, or Monday afternoon, whatever, whatever the practice schedule was. It was just nice to have a solid group in addition to a solid like exercise activity that got the endorphins flowing, helped me like think through, because you know, you put your head down for two hours and you're just thinking through like any problems and weaving through. And I think that was great for me.
0: Right. Going off of that, I know I we're trying to end.
1: It's, okay. it's just, there's a lot. You can't
0: talk about something that was like 18 years of your life in an yeah. hour, but like, I've also noticed that swimming now has conditioned me to be so like so much better than I ever would have been about working out like yesterday I was running and I was having a terrible run like dizzy at the end basically bit off more than I could chew in the beginning as one Mm -hmm. does and it was a peloton progression run so you're ending faster than you start and was not gonna be able to keep on it was like a six minute pace six minutes of like the fastest pace of the class last six minutes and she was like if you can't go up you got to check your ego your effort is okay but check your ego and i just was like (laughs) i'm you i was like okay my heart rate is like 185 right now but i'm gonna pick it up because i'm not gonna be a quitter i'm gonna like keep going and I think. The work ethic it gives you and like yeah it was yeah spinning and had to lay on the floor afterwards but I think it's just like I don't think I would I think I would be afraid of training at the level I do now had I not had swimming I think it like encourages yeah me deeper. I'm always one of the sweatiest people at the gym and like love that
1: maybe, love that maybe I'm you.
0: naturally sweaty but <laughs> also like I love like Panting and feeling like I just had the hardest workout I've had in like a week. You're so accomplished
1: afterwards. You're like, yeah.
0: I love being sore the next day. So yeah, you're not. I like. I would say swimming has given me that balance and that college experience, but also like a more relevant, like, everyday example that might apply to other people. Swimming has given me this like threshold and this, um, I guess this mindset where I'm not afraid of pushing myself a little farther my mindset where I'm not afraid of pain and like you're always afraid of something and like but you just do it and it's okay and you feel better after so that would be my my last little thing my soapbox (laughs) Uh,
1: I love it I think honestly like there were moments I hated the sport and there and but overall net positive very good experience I don't know if like I'll join masters at some, but like, I don't know what my future with swimming looks like, but my past with swimming definitely like was a great stepping stone for me as an adult person, just like figuring out my life.
0: Let's be old ladies. You set a relay world record.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Call you in whatever, We're looking 40 for years. two
0: teammates. I think Olivia will be our third. We need one more teammate. We need <laughs> one more. All right, so if, you're
1: listening,
0: if you're listening and interested, yeah, let us know. <laughs> all right and with that thank you thank <laughs> you we'll see you good night season. bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>